All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. This is the show where we're understanding the technical and non-technical aspects of investment banking so that you and I can recruit successfully as a result of the knowledge that we've gained and how we've applied it. And I'm just so excited to be here with you today. Thank you for joining me. We've been going through a couple of different things. We've been moving quickly through some of the more general aspects of the industry, of the whole process. And now we're getting into some behavioral questions. And I would arguably say from what I've been told and from the people who I've interviewed who have already become investment bankers successfully is, look, technicals are important, but you need to get the behaviorals right. And I think it can be a temptation, especially for the more analytically inclined of us out there. We want to jump straight into the technical aspects of investment banking. And don't worry, we will literally have hundreds of episodes dedicated to those aspects. But we need to lay a proper foundation. Can we have a great conversation with a stranger and have them like us? <laughs> of course, not everyone is going to like us. Everyone's different. But can we have a good conversation with someone? Can we be professional? Can we show our competence? Can we show our passion? Those things, I think, are deeply important. And that's why I've structured this show so that these several episodes now are talking about the behaviorals. So what have we done so far? Well, last time we talked about the inevitable question about tell me your story. Who are you? Walk me through your resume. You'll hear different variations of this question, but they're all trying to get at the same thing, which is basically encapsulates your professional life for me in a very short period of time. I want to know where you've been, where you are today, where you're going, and most importantly, why? Why are you doing this? Why are you here? And so we spent a good amount of time talking about that. In today's episode, we are going to talk about another question, actually two different questions. The second inevitable question you're going to get is, why investment banking? And the third inevitable question you're going to get is, why do you want to work here specifically at this firm? So we're going to talk about those right now. What I want to talk about first is why investment banking? So when someone asks you this question, what are they trying to get at? Well, they're understanding the fact that you as someone who's going to a great university, going to a great MBA program, you probably have a lot of options. Maybe you've thought about going into consulting. That's usually very popular. Or maybe you want to go into tech or general management, brand management, marketing. There's so many different paths you can take in your journey. And they want to know, well, why are you even coming into this field? What is it about IB that makes it so special for you? And the thing is, there's a lot of smart, ambitious people who will interview at companies just because they can, just to see if they can get an offer. They may not actually care that much about the field, but hey, maybe they'll get that nice six-figure job offer and then maybe they'll consider it. So I think... They're trying to weed out those people, frankly, when they ask this question. And they want to understand that you know a little bit about the industry itself. So why are you trying to do this? It's not enough to want to make a lot of money or to be perceived as a high-status career person. What are you actually doing for the world as an investment banker? Do you have a sense of that? Do you understand that? 
What does the day-to-day job of banking look like? And are you cut out for it? I personally think the key here is understanding a lot about two things. You have to understand a lot about the job itself, and you have to know a lot about who you are. And then once you know those two things pretty well, you can make connections between them. Now, you only know you, right? I don't know you. You only know you, and you know yourself better than anybody else. So spend some time really reflecting on that. But I'll focus here on the other part, understanding a lot about the job itself. Now, we've talked uh, for several minutes over the past several episodes of what investment banking is and overview of the industry. So you should have some sense of that. But I want to spend a couple of minutes here to talk about some of the characteristics of banking as a profession from my viewpoint, at least from my research, to help you out. So number one... Banking requires a lot of stamina and it requires a lot of long hours. That's probably one of the most distinctive characteristics of the field is, yeah, you're going to be working a lot. You could be working 80 hours. You could be working 100 hours a week. Pretty, pretty incredible hours, right? So that requires a certain type of person. And if you take a hard look at yourself in the mirror and say to yourself, you know what? I don't even know if I really would want to do this. I don't care how much money they're paying me then just be honest with yourself and move on to something else, something that's great for you. But if you say to yourself, you know what? Yeah, I think I do have the stamina. I've shown in the past through X, Y, and Z that I do have that stamina for this kind of a job, then okay, maybe I'm a good fit for it. And that kind of moves you on to the next level of analysis. And then also with banking as a profession, it requires critical and strategic thinking. Now, I'm assuming you're listening to this podcast, you're a pretty smart person, so you probably already have these critical and strategic thinking skills, but just remember that you're going to be using those on the job here. And then also one thing that's a little bit more unique to investment banking, you're going to be interacting a lot with clients, specifically at the higher levels of the bank. So analysts may not be interacting with clients at all or very little in in my understanding, associates Depending on the bank, there's certain levels of client interaction. And definitely, definitely at the VP level and up, you're going to be talking to clients. So how do you do that? You have to be able to work with them during emotional moments. Remember, you may be working with a founder of a business who's trying to go public, for example, and this is it for him or her. This is it. They are trying to cash out over potentially decades of their life's work. (laughs) And you can't drop the ball. You got to keep things moving through all of the emotions. You got to help them out to help them realize their dream. So that's a really important responsibility. And I think connecting with that, connecting with the fact that you're going to be in these emotional moments with people and not just your clients too, but with other people that you're working with, that is a very powerful skill. When someone's interviewing you, one of the things that they're wondering, and I've heard this from an investment banker on a panel I attended not too long ago, they said, you know what, I really just want to know that if it's three o'clock in the morning, and I'm working with this person on a model, and we're grinding it out, that they're going to be able emotionally to, to be there, and to, to not give up to not be kind of, kind of negative and, and not trying to get things done. But 
who do you want next to you at three in the morning working on a model to get something done? You want the optimistic person, the person with drive, the person who says, yes, we can do it. The person who's going to help lift you up and help lift the overall team up. So that's another aspect of this profession that I think it's important to understand in order to connect with someone with that kind of a question. And then another part is the technical aspect. You as an investment banker, you have to have the ability to perform rigorous analysis, which means you have to have fluency with financial concepts, specifically financial statements, accounting, all of those things should be just table stakes. You have to understand those things. And don't worry, if you don't know what a balance sheet is, we're going to be getting into that and many, many more concepts in subsequent episodes of the show. But those are some things that you should understand. And then one more thing that I want to say that's an aspect of the profession that I think is important in order to help understand and answer this question well is, what is your ability to generate ideas and also distill information? A lot of people are very intelligent, are very smart, and they're very good at just following a process. Okay, here's the input. I put it through a crank. I put it through a series of procedures and boom, there's the output. There you go. And they measure themselves based on how quickly and efficiently that they can turn A into B. That is important. That is good. You need workers who can do that. Our economy needs workers who can do that. But that's not enough. If we want to rise higher in the level of value that we're able to offer to others, and this goes not just for investment banking, but in my opinion, all professions and all careers, it's incumbent upon us as human beings to use the God-given power that we have in our mind to not just execute ideas, but to come up with ideas. Now, don't get me wrong. Some people are going to be more natural with this than others. And I'm not saying you have to be this super, super creative individual because all of us don't need to be that person. But hey, it does help if you have the ability to generate ideas, to think on your feet, to be able to come up with unique solutions. Because sometimes you may be going to a client and the client will say, hey, I want to hire a business or I want to divest a business. Give me some ideas for it. And you as the investment banker need to be able to be there and say, okay, let me come up with something and I'll get back to you. So that can be an important aspect of the job. And then I mentioned distilling information. This is critically important. You really can't get away from this in the modern world where we are flooded with information left and right. I, I don't remember the exact statistic, but I recall reading somewhere that in today's day and age, the average person reads the equivalent of 12 newspapers a day, which is just insane. If you were to tell that to your grandparents or your great-grandparents, like they would be like, what? No way. <laughs> but with all of the things on our phones, on our laptops, in our ear, it's just amazing how much information we consume. So it's not just about the raw volume of what we can consume. It's how do we distill it? How do we break it down to its most essential components in order to extract insights so that we can do great work. And that's something that's important for investment banking, right? Because you've got a financial model with dozens and dozens of inputs. There's numbers everywhere. And you've got to figure out what's the most important at which specific stage of the transaction. And so that is a skill that you're going to have to do well at. So why investment banking? Think about those different aspects. Connect who you are as a person. Remember, we talked about transferable skills and relevant experience this last episode. Connect those things 
with the traits of a successful banker, the traits of a successful career person, even in general. So understand that in order to understand why investment banking. Let's move on to the next question that you're probably going to get asked, very high likelihood, which is why do you want to work here specifically? And this can be a very difficult question for candidates because, I mean, it requires insight into that specific firm. You can't just use some general knowledge or general preparation that you've practiced before for other firms. You've got to know what this company is about. And you need to communicate that concisely. You need to communicate it clearly and with effectiveness. And I've kind of messed up this question in the past recently, but Fortunately, I practiced with a, a current investment, incoming investment banker and, and got a little bit of insight as to how to approach this a little bit better. And I want to share that with you because I think it's so useful. So there are two major ways to approach this question. The first way is to use the compounding knowledge that you've already gained from conversations with people who work at this company. So let's say that you have an information session or an initial coffee chat with a person at a certain bank. And you ask them the question, hey, why do you love working here? And they're going to tell you something that they love about working at that company. Take note of that. Write it down. Keep it in your memory. Because then when you get to the next conversation and they say, why do you want to work here? You can say, well, you know, I talked to so-and-so in such and such coffee chat. And, you know, they said they really loved this. And that really resonated with me because such and such about my past experience. You can use their answers to demonstrate that not only are you paying attention, but also that you want the attributes that that firm is offering. So let's say that it's, I'm just making this up, it's Morgan Stanley, and they have a really great mentoring program. And you really vibe with that because you were a mentor for an after-school program when you were in high school, and it really made an impact in a kid's life. And you want to be a part of a firm that has a culture full of mentoring. I just totally made that up, but that's an example for you to understand this is something specific that you can talk to related to the to this bank. Another way to approach this question is you can ask what unique aspects of the firm's culture are visible that you align with. So talking to existing bankers is a great source of information, but you can also do something super simple like look at the firm's website, understand where their focus lies. Do they have volunteer groups? Do they have sustainability initiatives? I mentioned mentoring programs already. What are special types of deals that they've done that you really admire? And why do you admire them? And this is going to require some research, but it's worth it. You want to have two or three things specific to that firm that you can touch on because this demonstrates preparedness and it demonstrates a level of attention that many candidates just simply won't have. So do your research, understand the firm, and that'll help you answer the question, why do you want to work here? So those are questions two and three, things that I think are worth thinking about, worth pondering. Re-listen to this episode if you need to when you're preparing for your interviews and your coffee chats, and make sure you actually do the work. Do the research so that it'll help you prepare your responses. And remember, we don't want to sound like robots when we're talking to people. <laughs> we're talking with human beings, so make it conversational. Practice until it becomes fluent. Practice with an accountability partner if you need to, if that's helpful for you. But those are questions two and three. Why investment banking? 
and why do you want to work here specifically, be sure to tune in next time. We're going to be talking about the final fourth inevitable question. Why do you want to work in this group? <laughs> so we're going to be talking about that next. But until next time, my name is Alex Mason, your host, and you're listening to Investment Banking Insights.